0: cast.
2: start you off with my name which is actually let's just make it crazy um so my parents all my life told me my name meant love in Sanskrit which it does okay um it also means child in Hawaiian it also means erotic desire in (laughs) in um Sanskrit which is so fun because ultimately like it does sort of mean love but it's also from Kama Sutra
3: Maybe, so, dad, maybe dad didn't know that one when he was picking the name
2: you know I think they knew They just. <laughs> or maybe thought, he did yeah. <laughs> they thought it would be fun but like so yeah they went with love until I was like of a proper age to just break it to me and be honest oh um, I see
3: okay they knew yeah, the yeah, yeah, from yeah. the get-go I got oh yeah, yeah. oh Wait. yeah
2: yeah yeah they knew they knew so um those are those are the <laughs> the multiple definitions of and then you were not wrong to pronounce it Mukema, right because my first name's Kema but um, comma is the proper pronunciation of that word. And so I essentially decided to call my skincare line Mu Botanica because Mu Kama means child of Mu in Hawaiian. And Mu is where the name that we called our house, um, on Maui, which I mean, as we get deeper, everything comes back to that one place, which just was my biggest inspiration in life. Yeah. And so, um, and then we named that house after the lost continent, in the pacific, mm-hmm. or in the pacific right so all of it comes back to moo so child of moo Mu, mukama blah 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 that's then That's the story welcome fellow leshes come on in pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard
3: so jump on the boat <laughs> Jump on the boat. We're headed Don't
0: to rock the boat. Wrap baby. Wrap the boat. the boat, baby. Wrap the, the, the boat.
3: Okay. Uh, we're headed to Hawaii, maybe, or Puerto Rico, maybe. We'll we're soon. gonna find out. But the bar's open. open. The bar's been, been open,
0: man. Open. We've been open. Look at that. Tavern is open. A, finally open. This is my third straight tequila drink. No, it's
3: not. It's my first.
0: Oh, that's my second.
3: National tequila day. We are filming this on National Tequila Day.
0: Mm-hmm. Weird. The best tequila
3: made. from The the, the best chocolate. tequila made by our guest for this episode's dad. Because it's better than Cabo. So it's the best tequila. It is better than Cabo. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good tequila. I did like Cabo, though, too. So he knows what he's doing. He does. And I'm sure he didn't have the same recipe. So he knows what he's doing. He does. Well, Guy Fietti's involved this time. So he probably flavor towned it up a little bit. And that what he needs, mayor of Flavor Town, right? He's the mayor of anything he wants to be. Do... Okay, never mind.
0: Okay. <laughs> Either way, in the meantime. Never mind. Well, I was going to ask well, he's waiting to think about something to say, no, I was going to ask... out there and like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. Leave us a comment. What I do didn't... you
3: prefer? Cabo Wabo tequila or Santo tequila? I didn't even say, welcome back, fellow luscious, to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard. We're all over the place. I didn't even do that yet. That's because there's too much tequila flowing. There is National Tequila Day. That's hitting, our second bottle hitting hard. It is not, but well, well it, it is, is, but not today. <laughs> it's our second bottle uh, in ever, this ever in this um, uh, fiscal year because we've tried some others. Um, Just making sure this is the documented, rocks for we tried. Our, documented for tax purposes. That's this is our second bottle, second bottle in this fiscal year. year. Okay, a bottle of Cabo but a year ago. Well, that doesn't matter anymore. Taxes are paid for that one. I understand. I understand. I'm only worrying about twenty twenty-three. We just got all right. Let me decide. It's a big day yeah, for it's, tequila, it's National Tequila Day. Tequila Twats or not. And today is the first day that of this, the rest of your life. That it is. May I finish? Absolutely. Today is the first day of summer. that was a month ago may i finish absolutely go right ahead i don't know what's holding you up today is the first day that this tiny little podcast of ours got a check from youtube that's right folks one million dollars four or less zeros (laughs) so close though Burst by bubble yeah well bubble to be fair I was. I already told
0: my boss to fuck off when I quit. Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa. To be fair,
0: <laughs> God, God dang it. Hold on, I'm selling it
1: short.
3: There was an extra 76 cents. Oh, man, I'm glad I
0: did it then. $100 and 76 cents. Keep it rolling, people. Keep that YouTube channel rolling. Mm. Like in all the fine
3: forms, for YouTube. And you know what? I'm going to say it Instagram. We have a lot of real good Only episodes fans. that have come out lately. We're not on OnlyFans yet. <laughs> um, well, you're not. Um, we have a lot of real good episodes that have come out recently that don't have the views they deserve. So if you're watching this one, back up a two or three and and start from there because you're missing out on some good ones. Yeah, some good ones. Yeah. yeah. So hardcore journalism in a few of these, and not just <laughs>
0: hardcore journalism. Not, not just Wah-wah. Beautiful ladies, which every
3: lady that's come on has been beautiful. But to be fair, another beautiful lady tonight.
0: And another beautiful lady tonight. But we're uh, again, we're not going to, we'll, we'll talk about a lot of, well, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be for all you people out there looking for you're a little lost. You're looking for something to settle your life down. I am. Self-help. I'm um, going to prove that it's, self-love is not selfish. It's not. And she's going to tell us all about it and how to not feel guilty
3: about it loving yourself if you can't love yourself you can't love anyone else you just
0: gotta know when to stop because you can
3: get sore and then chafing chafing so chafing is a real thing especially when you're especially when you're um how do i put this without sounding crass a dry stroker um if you you know if you're not dipping your your palm into the vaseline or anything chafing is can be a real thing so i remember back in the days of teenage years when you were self-loving Three, four, six, nine, twelve times a day before noon. <laughs> before noon, before school. <laughs> before school, <laughs> and then you have to walk
1: around like. Oh.
0: And you find it, we you know for the first time. It's like a new freaking toy. You're just like, God, what do you do with your, what do you do with a brand new toy? Christmas morning,
3: play with it, play with it, play with uh, it, play with it. Well, anyway, one. ha. All right. So we're going
0: to learn a lot about it. We just ruined her,
3: uh, her intro,
0: her 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 true self love.
3: Um, we ruined self care. All- self care. We ruin a lot of intros, and I'm <laughs> I'm glad the guest rarely watches the episode. <laughs> and I don't mind.
0: Could you just you just take the first part off?
3: I'm glad the graph like the graph for all of our episodes does this. Here's the beginning. People are watching. It goes down like this. It does this, and then all of a sudden it goes boom. And that jump is right when it's we stop when we talking talk. and the guest comes on <laughs> every time. So I don't think we can. Uh, I don't think we can say they love us. They love us. Did you know May West they was a dude? <laughs> I found that out today. May West was a dude. May West was not a dude. May West was a dude. May West wouldn't take pictures. Who who wouldn't naked? No 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 no. No, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't take pictures with one. Take pictures naked. What she did? Yeah. Oh, did she have a dick? Hmm. Did she she didn't she? No, there's no way they were showing her back back then. Well, she she wasn't. You ever seen her hands? I want to say she did. They're bigger than
0: yours. Did some stuff prior to becoming popular. Yeah. With the. No, she's not.
3: There was some other there was some other I don't remember Maybe who. she is. Check it out. Tell us no. Fernando. Fernando yeah. Fernando was May West the dude. Check that shit out. Check shake, figure it out for us. Shaking his head, yes. Well, search it first. Do for, a little research. You don't think Fernando has searched May West a few dozen times?
0: I don't no.
3: No. I don't. I don't
0: think she think he has.
3: Do you think Fernando I think this is the first time he's ever heard that name. I was just gonna say, do you think he knows who May West is? He's like, I don't know. He's like, well, I don't. What do my hosts do? Is it a dude? Is it a girl? What's going on right now? May West. You would learn how to spell it. It's not M A Y. M A Y. M O U
0: S. Well, well, well. There you go, people. Check it out. Let us know if May West is or is not a woman. Back in the day. When was May West a thing? Uh, I thought it was the 30s, 40s. Okay. 20s, 30s, 40s. Yeah,
3: I don't remember who who I heard was talking about how she wouldn't May West would never take pictures next to her because May West was so big.
0: May West would never take pictures next to her, who?
3: That's I can't remember who. Oh, There was some famous you, you would know the name actress. Betty Page or Dana White or some chick from back in the day that she wouldn't take pictures next to because she was uh, just someone like Dietrich. No. Nope.
0: Well, while we figure out who Mae West would never take pictures next to. If
3: if Mae West is a beautiful woman. I don't think she was
0: anyways. (laughs) Well endowed. I think she just uh... in what area
1: let's go.
0: We gotta get let's go. We can never let leave a pretty lady waiting. So without further ado,
3: I don't know. Kma Haggard.
2: Are oh, you guys? Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? We
3: are doing very good.
2: Good. What a cool space. Thank you. Thank, well, thank you. you.
3: <laughs> we're uh we're growing with it. We're we're 129 episodes in, I think. So Incredible. Two and a half, That's- two and two and a half years growing oh slowly. God so
2: it's beautiful slow and steady it sounds amazing yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> if you go back and if you watch the early ones there's like oh, a tiny yeah. little square on the wall that says her name and
2: <laughs> I have I a sick decal and all the things yeah
3: yeah we got some headshots <laughs> from some of our more famous beautiful guests you know we're,
2: we're working it
0: <laughs> doing what we Still can working it. Fill, fill it in. in
2: sorry I'm uh like four minutes late here my mistake
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> you're you know what um we'll we'll find out in a minute where you actually are but a lot of yeah. times with the time zone, we've had worse
3: we've had i'm worse. sure I'm yeah. sure I
2: didn't want to be that but um thank you for your patience so nice to meet you guys yeah. oh absolutely nice to meet you.
3: and we're joined by Kama Hagar and uh, you are a certified holistic wellness coach you are are you owner of uh M- 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 Botanicals.
2: yeah Mukama botanica Mukama. okay yeah.
3: okay
0: yeah. all right we'll, so we should let her pronounce them all she, no, no, no.
2: It's exotic. It's not, it's not you, it's me.
3: <laughs> I'm just happy We're just I gotta get, get it wrong. I'm happy I got the name right. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> beautifully said.
3: Which
0: is a beautiful name. Where did that <laughs> where did the name come from? Yes. And meaning uh, of
2: the Mukama Botanica or my actual name. Your
0: actual let's name. Let's go both. Yeah. There you we'll go. We'll go
2: both. Okay. All right. So I'll start you off with my name, which is actually let's just make it crazy. Um so my parents all my life told me my name meant love in Sanskrit which it does. Okay. Um it also means child in Hawaiian. It also means erotic desire in <laughs> in um Sanskrit, which is so fun because ultimately like it does sort of mean love, but it's also from Kama Sutra.
3: Maybe so, dad maybe dad didn't know that one when he was picking the name.
2: You know, I think they knew. They just <laughs> Or maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it would be fun. But like so yeah, they went with love until I was like of a proper age to just break it to me and be honest.
3: Oh, um, I see. Okay. They knew yeah, they yeah, yeah. from the get-go. I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They knew. They knew. So, um those are those are the <laughs> the multiple Definitions of, and then you were not wrong to pronounce it mu right? Because my first name's Kama, but um, Kama is the proper pronunciation of that word. And so I essentially decided to call my skincare line Mukama Botanica because Mu Kama means child of Mu in Hawaiian. And Mu is where the name that we called our house um on Maui, which I mean as we get deeper, everything comes back to that one place, which just was my biggest inspiration in life. And so um and then we named that house after the lost continent in the Pacific Mm -hmm. in the Pacific, right? So all of it comes back to Moo. So child of Moo, Mukama, blah blah blah. That's then that's the story. Essentially I love it.
3: I love it. It's cool. It's cool when you can go back that far with it and you know there's (laughs) so much meaning to it. It's not just a simple little thing.
2: There's a lot going on there. So
3: so you were, and you've got
0: a lot going on.
2: That's <laughs> for sure.
3: All your different
0: um, certificates of of everything, and uh, what don't you do when it comes to self self care?
2: Self care. Well, it's first of all, it's crazy that we're doing this interview today because it's um, International Self Care Day. Oh, yes. so okay. perfect timing, July twenty fourth, and yeah, everything really does come back to self care. It's just always been such an important part of my life and you guys may know a little bit about my upbringing being on the road with my dad and just being like all uh, literally a a beautiful well-treated piece of luggage and just having (laughs) to always take care of me and find grounding and um it just ended up becoming like just such a good practice and when i whenever i needed to to recenter and find myself i would always turn to my self-care practices and they changed a lot over the years but i loved starting to work with people when i first worked with someone one-on-one it was just the most beautiful thing to witness someone coming home to themselves and that's kind of how people ask like how did you manage being on the road it's like i was always finding home within myself and so that's what I teach. That's my um. That's all. That's all that it is with the skincare, even, and then my my practices and my programs. It's all. It's all about that.
0: Yeah. At, at what age did you decide this is what I want to do?
2: Um. So actually, it started in 2016. So I was like, what was that? Like 20, almost 20, 19, 20. Um. Mm-hmm. And the reason why. I was actually in fashion before, and before that it was beauty. And I got my degrees and like college and all my studies and beauty industry management and fashion design. And then I got a business degree, but it was all around that. And what I always tell people now is the reason I pursued that for so long is it was the same feeling I was looking for. And a huge part of my teachings is coming back to the feeling, like get rid of all the stuff and the fluff and the material. And like what is underneath? Like, what's the feeling? And the feeling I got from that was this inspiring form of self-expression. And I loved watching people, whether I was like doing their makeup, which I got certified to do makeup artistry when I was in eighth grade or whether it was eighth grade. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. in eighth grade. And I wanted to just help people feel beautiful and confident and radiant and in love with themselves and their life and like that experience for me like so it started it came from like a material place at first Mm -hmm. and then it hit me once I really burnt out in those industries and was like oh my god these industries are kind of destroying our planet Uh, (laughs) I was like what can we how can we do that from the inside out And so I came home to just a lot of practices that I was already doing kind of on the sidelines that always felt really interesting to me, um, ended up pursuing all of these different certifications just for me. It was kind of like my detox from that world. And in pursuit of all of like the finding me again, all of my teachers were like, why don't you teach? (laughs) Like, I don't want to, I don't (laughs) know. And I kept saying no and no, and no. And finally, I just said, yes. Um and it was the best thing I've ever done. So,
3: so it okay, definitely so, seems like it. So it started as a way just for you to come back to grips with who you were. Yeah, and, and grew into what you're I mean, a career now at this point.
2: Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly.
0: Well, it makes sense what the field you're in. And where did you study?
2: Uh, for my different certifications or for school,
0: for, for school or originally school that
2: so I actually went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in LA and did their fashion, their beauty, and then their business program. So did all of that and then got out of there, graduated, and then did all of my other certifications.
0: So being there, was it, um, I, I guess in my head, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of uh, phony beauty going on with, you need the clothing, you need tons of makeup to be beautiful and and instead you were like get rid of that bs and get natural beauty
2: well exactly it just felt like we were always searching for something and literally it's a bottomless pit every i mean quarterly right you both you have the four seasons and you're always trying to sell a new product and you're always trying to get people to believe that they need something different and it's like i still love fashion and beauty as a form of expression in art like i think it's still incredible what people are doing but I was like wow this is this is a never-ending loop no one's ever going to be satisfied and all of the promotion around it all of the marketing around it is just you're not good enough (laughs) you need this and so yeah it started getting to me aside from all of the like pollution and waste and all of the other things that's a whole other discussion that's why my skincare line is completely eco and everything's packaged Mm -hmm. and recycled packaging packaging like that was so important to me because I'm like, we don't have room for another product or another service on this planet that is taking from our resources or from our self-worth. Like yeah. w- what is going on? Yeah. And so, yeah, I went on a hiatus, went to my family's house on Maui Moo that I'm referring to a lot. And um, I was really lucky to have that space, took a summer off and was like, what am I going to do? And just through the mere act of taking that space and giving myself just permission to, I guess, be me and like not be on this kind of treadmill, I ended up, it just guided me right down this path. Um, and now I'm always just like, I am so lucky. Yeah, There's nothing more in the world that I'd want to be doing.
3: Well, and it's obvious that you're very passionate about it. Anybody who follows you on, on Instagram can see it in, in the lives you do on Instagram and mm-hmm. uh, your posts on Instagram, just how passionate you are about it. And uh, so let's go through. You're you're certified in Reiki, in yoga, in meditation, and in Hawaiian healing. So we've got a bunch of different things because I, I, I'm curious about what, I mean, obviously I know what yoga is and I kind of mm-hmm. know what Reiki is, but the, the other two, I you know, I'm I'm lost. I mean, I know what meditation is. Well, the other ones wouldn't
0: be bad for for the listeners to hear about as well. Yeah. And holistic as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great.
2: For sure. So, yeah, yoga, of course. I mean, by definition, yoga is the union of the mind, body, spirit. It's everything coming together as one. Um, Of course, we're all familiar with like the asanas, which means the physical poses. So, you know, downward facing dog, upward facing dog, whatever. Chaturanga. We've seen it. Um, And a lot of sweat a lot of sweat, it can be a lot of sweat. It's, and it's all very deeply philosophical. And that's a piece of yoga that not everyone gets, if you don't do like the training or get so involved that you really understand that it's like, it's a, it's a way of life. Not well, a I think that is the,
3: yeah. That's a big yeah. difference for people who do it to, to really feel it. And people who do it, like, I'm going to do it. Cause I know it's good for them. I'm gonna lose some weight, Da da da. Cause I've tried yoga and I, <laughs> you know, I don't have that mind for it. So to me, it's just this incredibly hard, difficult time. Like I find it easier to actually physically work out than to do yoga, you know? So yeah, so it it's a totally me. different thing. You know, there's two different, two different things. So do you get oh. into any of the, any of the fringe stuff? Like we've talked to people about goat yoga and hot yoga and
2: <laughs> yes, I have tried it all. I will tell you that unpopular opinion. I think goat yoga is literally the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I've- it,
0: I was going to ask, what is the purpose of it?
2: It's just for kitsch. And honestly, I love a random, like chaotic good time. Like, honestly, I'm all here for like, just do it because it's weird. I love that kind of stuff. stuff. But this is like painful. I was actually (laughs) so excited to do it. But there are literally imagine goats trampling your body. Like, it's not that fun. And they pee on you. They shh. Yes. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. They you can swear. You can over swear. your yoga mat. Like they shit on your back. They don't give a shit. And so honestly, I when I was doing it, I was like, every part of me wanted to support this. And I have just I'm left so agitated. I want
3: like, to tell you, we've, we've talked to one other person about right. it. And their opinion was pretty much exactly the same. So
2: Okay, good to know. Because I really didn't hear people talking badly about it. And I don't know why people people need to be slandering goat yoga. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not for all the people that are like living a happy life on their goat yoga farm. Like right. love that for you, but what is going on?
0: I right. So, I didn't know if it was the the sounds they made that were supposed to help with the meditating of it or I, I
2: no I think they want or... you to put it to I think it's a gimmick mixed with if you're really trying then what I started to do when I was doing goat yoga was like, okay they've really got to put the practice into play here and you're not supposed to be reactive. You're supposed to just let it happen. You're supposed to breathe through it, but you're, it's like you said, yoga is already hard enough.
1: It is. It is. A, it
2: <laughs> you don't is. need to go on your back. Right.
0: Right. Unless it was a way to train you to block out everything.
2: Sure. Totally. That's what I mean. I think if you're yeah. really wanting advanced player, I guess do some go yoga.
0: All right. Um, <laughs> I'm
3: gonna start with the beginner stuff.
0: I'm I'm gonna save that for (laughs) for years down the road if I ever get back into yoga. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Fair, completely fair. But yeah, I've done a little hot yoga. I do some on occasion. I feel like I've tried some. I'd like to try all the fringy wellness things in general. Like if I haven't tried it, I'm usually down to try it. Just to see like what the possibilities are, especially for my clients. Like I love it for me, but I'm also just always interested in my whole philosophy is there's no one size fits all. So Try it all, see yeah. what happens, see what you can take out of it.
3: Yeah, and obviously, I mean, the goat yoga thing. Obviously, enough people like it because it you it hear going. about it, so it's happening. So completely and good, good for them. <laughs> yeah,
2: good on them. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, they had uh, in class. They have wine yoga.
3: In well, that sounds that sounds like a good idea. That I might be yeah. into.
2: <laughs> if people do wine yoga, I've seen beer yoga. I've seen, um you know, honestly, they do it all.
3: they do it all yeah okay Um, So wait before we go any further we mentioned are you in hawaii or puerto rico
2: oh yeah so in the mo at this moment actually (laughs) neither at the moment um i live mostly between maui and orange county right now and so um i was in puerto rico for two years that was incredible and now i've just been maui oc maui oc i thought i would just be maui but then started dating an incredible person in Orange County and my parents are here and my friends are here and I keep coming back. (laughs) Oh, okay.
3: All right. So I say it's got to be hard when you've got a place in Maui, it's got to be hard to leave and go anywhere else. It
2: it can be. It definitely (laughs) can be. It's the, the people, the people are so good that they, and they have to know they have such a heavy weight in my life. That they take me off of my beautiful island. <laughs> there you go.
3: But you put you put a little responsibility on their back. You better make this like, worth it. Yeah, yes. I mean, you can
2: make it worth it. Don't mess it up. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's been really nice. It's not. It's two wonderful places, and like, oh, it's yeah. really good. Yeah,
0: you, yeah. You can't complain. Um, no. Obviously, you're big into the the sun and the beaches and just outdoor and nature. So
2: always, always and forever.
0: <laughs> and we'll get in. I I have a couple of questions about that, but we'll we'll get through your through your skills first and then I'll, we'll get into that
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we got to say forgot the other ones um let's
0: talk reiki one? yeah reiki is a big one which I, a lot of people i think hear the word
3: and i yeah, yeah i do know people that that do it and that you know but i don't really exactly know what it is i guess
2: completely so reiki is an energy work they call it a touchless energy work you, you the the practitioner can be completely out of the room out of the space out of the state i do distance reiki a lot which sounds wild but the idea is that energy has no bounds and sure. that with intention and with proper training we can allow energy to flow wherever it needs to go and um of course then if you're doing it in person with a practitioner sometimes they do touch you. So it's not always touchless, but like up to your consent. And um, it's an ancient Japanese healing modality. And basically Reiki, what's amazing is that it's just working with life force energy. And there are actually a million different kind of names for Reiki. And um, I always say that everyone will slander me for this, but like, yes, get certified to practice Reiki and learn how to really channel it. But we all have Reiki energy within us at all times, and we can learn to work with it within ourselves. So, with my clients, I like to, I always like to give them back the baton and just be like, here are your tools, like take it back. Right. Because the idea is I don't want them to need me. I want them to feel like they have a toolkit. And so I will guide them throughout the process, but always back to, they have this all right here. They have their breath. They have their life force energy. They have their body. They have their mind. They have their emotions. They have their spirit. So this is how you guide those things. This is how you work with them holistically. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the principle. But Reiki energy work can be used for physical healing, emotional healing, freaking spiritual healing. It can be used for all kinds of different reasons. And I have people who come to me wanting Reiki for anything and everything under the sun. It's just, but it is such a beautiful, gentle Moving practice. Okay. So when I did my Reiki training, I I did it in a few different phases, but I got ended up becoming a Reiki master. So it's the last level of Reiki teaching, um, of Reiki studies, and it was deeply emotional for me. So you'll hear me reference this a lot, and I just talk about it a lot. All of the different trainings that I did were all different dimensions of self, and it was a complete accident that that happened. So when I walk through the other ones, you'll start to see this beautiful whole picture that my Hawaiian healing training was deeply spiritual. My yoga training was deeply physical. My meditation Mm. teacher training was so mental. And then my Reiki training for me was extremely emotional because it was like this unlocking of my intuition. And honestly, through that process, I was just like, whoa, in touch with such a deeper level of my like feeling Body, mm-hmm. my feeling nature. So that's my experience as a practitioner. But like, you know, yeah, that that's Reiki in a nutshell. It's it's hard to sum up. It's really powerful, and every person will have a different experience with it.
0: So my my daughter started uh, training in it. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Nice.
2: How? I'm curious. Did she- Go ahead. I'm oh, just curious. Did she cry a lot?
0: <laughs> she does cry a lot.
2: <laughs> so do I yeah she
0: tells me that she does yes wow during you her
2: Reiki. you'll cry all the yeah. time she,
0: yeah she'll tell me that. and um she was here actually one time doing it she's like why have her her meeting and um she was beaten on the ground for part of it kind of yeah bringing out stuff and she came out yeah. and she was in tears but happy I mean it was like she was <laughs> smiling in
1: tears. Yeah, Not, yeah
0: yeah yeah sure Incredible. Yeah. So she's loving it and she's been doing it. Um she, I don't know that she's there's a time frame, correct? I mean, there's not really a time frame of when you can you have to be done with your training or no. to your point, how far you go. So I think she's probably not doing it as quickly as you you might have.
2: Well, mine took like actually I did it over the course of probably two years that I became that it took to become a Reiki master. And I could have done it in a shorter amount of time mm. as far as trainings, doing trainings back to back, but um, you're on a journey like and it's very self-led so you're doing reiki on yourself Mm -hmm. and you're doing reiki on different uh every year of your life up until the age that you got trained so you're you're moving through intense stuff and that can take 30 days that can take that would take three years for some people so um (laughs) yeah it just all depends that's and also every teacher teaches it differently so i know some practitioners who are like i never did that um Go to your
1: happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
0: Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all.
3: So when you, when you were doing this, all this training, was all this training happening, happening parallel Were you, or did it all come like one at a time? Did you do yeah. yoga? Then this, okay.
2: Exactly. One at a time, Hawaiian healing, then mm-hmm. yoga, then meditation, then Reiki. Okay. And it was the act of what I, there's no good English word for it. So I always use the Hawaiian word here. It's called holo, holo, which is following the poles. And it that's what my whole year was. And I didn't know I was doing it. didn't even know that word at the time, but, um, yeah I was just hollow hollowing my way through everything I just would feel like or somebody would be like feel like you should take this training and I'd be like yeah I feel like that too (laughs) I'm doing it and it just was like a yes year so um one at a time though I could not have done that all at the same time it was each one was so intense okay okay yeah yeah
0: So, so you mentioned um physical healing yes with have you have you done that or what, how do they teach physical healing with, with Reiki, with Reiki and just the energy.
2: So you can administer Reiki again, however you want. So if you want this to be an emotionally focused Reiki session, we can do that. If we want to focus on a certain part of the body, like just this morning, I had a client who um, is dealing with recovery shoulder and knee. We did some shoulder and knee Reiki. And what's so incredible about Reiki is it's again, so deeply intuitive like, I don't even feel like I'm in control of it. Sometimes it's like the Reiki wants to go where it wants to go. And if you hover your hands over a physical body, you'll feel, and even like anyone, even if you weren't trained, I mean, you have to start to like feel the nuances, but you'll feel heat where there's inflammation in the body just by hovering the hands over the body. You'll feel like little ripples of almost how I describe turbulence when you hover the hands over the body and if you know nothing about the person lying on the table in front of you or even digitally I know it sounds crazy you can feel where physical stuff is where emotional stuff is what needs to be cleared and it's all interconnected so right it's not and nothing happens in a vacuum so much of our even physical pain is a result of emotional stuff and even if it's like you overstrained your body because you have this addiction to achieving and like that comes from this deep wound of not enoughness like it's so linked with your emotional stuff um so i go in a lot very emotionally and then people find physical relief but even if you were just like let's focus on the physical they've done incredible studies ucla has done incredible studies on how people recover physically with oh yeah
3: i have heard a lot about that that physical ailments are held in trauma and yeah. if you're able to deal with the trauma, you can deal with some. Of, I mean, obviously, if you break your arm, you're not. You know, that's not a that. That's a... <laughs> limits like everything, yeah. right? But, but like back pain or or shoulder pain is can be can be just you know long held on to trauma. Have you Completely. have you come across um, st- uh, people that are very st-
0: skeptical on that? Um, oh, how do I'll you s- physically heal me with just you know the physical or the energy?
2: Oh, of course. I mean, now, I think how do a you lot of people that. I think a lot of people are skeptical. And honestly, my yes. thing with the skeptics is okay, there's data. Even if the data doesn't register for you, mm-hmm. um, one I would never force them into a session. Sure. sure. <laughs> but but I'll say this. I am, I think, a really good bridge for the skeptics because I'm as woo-woo as I am grounded and as skeptical as I am a believer in these things. And so I always say like, this is what actually my go-to with someone like that. I'm like, you know what? Even if it's placebo, who doesn't want some results? Like, you know, honestly, Mm -hmm. even if it's placebo, there's studies that show. So let's like, let's take it. So that's my thing is like, if it helps, it helps. It's not going to hurt. And give it a try. Like if someone was skeptical about a Reiki session, the power alone of someone's attention on you and someone's full presence with you and someone's touch that is so healing. There's like, even if they didn't have oh, even if it's like they don't even know anything about Reiki, someone's touch is gonna be healing for you, and someone's presence is gonna be healing for you. And so Um, that experience alone. I'm also very open. Like I've even said this and I'm not afraid to say it that like, maybe I was just certified in holding space, but holding space for another human being is one of the most important things we can do for each other. And we need that. So take it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean by that? Holding space, holding each other's space or holding space with that person?
2: Yeah. With and for each other. Like I mean it's really amazing in my sessions alone and this is really where I discovered how important it is just to have presence with someone is that I went in being like my first thing was I'm just teaching meditation but that was before I finished all my other certifications sure. I'm just teaching meditation And I had people come to me and the whole hour or 30 minute session would go by. And we hadn't even meditated because they were just sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. And and they wanted me to listen to all of their things. And I used to get so stressed out because I was like, what am I (laughs) scamming these people? Like, I don't even know what like I'm taking their money for. Like I didn't even get a word in. Like they just and that used to happen to me so much. And it still happens on occasion where I'm like, they just the most important thing for them right now is just to be seen and to be heard and to be held in this moment with presence because it's crazy but in this fast-moving age and like with our addiction to urgency and our phones and all the disconnect that's happening in society people just want connection and that has always been one of the hugest fundamental needs from a spiritual physical mental every dimension of self benefits from that and so that's what I'm saying to the skeptics. If there's nothing and oh, sure. there's nothing else, the kind of presence that people get from an energy work session or a coaching session or whatever is just so human. And like when all else fails like we got to come back to our humanity.
1: Yeah,
3: and connecting yeah to each other more. Yeah. We are losing that a lot. Yeah. Completely. Isn't that the truth? I mean that's yeah. that's kind of kind of like for for us, that's part of what this is about, you know, is uh, totally just being able to talk to people who we would never have the chance to talk to, and or think about talking with, you somebody. know, we, we yeah we just had we just had Stephanie Shepard on, who's who's uh she she's with the Last Prisoner Project, and they're involved in in cannabis justice reform, you know, and just hearing her story of what she went through and stuff, and. Like I said, it's it's stuff you would never we would without doing this we would have never heard these stories and uh, it, and the way it
0: We're moves you it, being yeah. able to share their stories yeah. is, is is huge for us yeah
3: so.
2: completely yeah podcast I always I I mean I love the podcast movement that's been happening in the world because yeah. conversations talking stories they say in Hawaii like healing I actually took a USC um, Keck School of Medicine seminar where it was all these different holistic advancements and the number one thing that they were talking about for integrative medicine was story and conversation and how patients heal just through story and it was like oh my god that like gives me chills like that that is this is like our cutting edge technology we're just going back right. So i feel like so much right now is just a remembrance of again our humanity like we've overcomplicated so much just like coming back to the basics of being a human that's what's healing for us so yeah. thanks for having a podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on thanks for coming on exactly <laughs> so let's talk ha- and, and positivity and you know that's a, yeah. a big thing talk that's to, yeah. that, uh, that nothing if nothing else comes from it all your positivity is going to show show through
3: right. right thank you Yeah. so let's talk hawaiian healing what is what's the what's the difference what is because this is one it's i've it. never heard of at all so
2: Yeah. So Hawaiian healing, most people haven't. And um, it's a really broad title for such a, it really, truly is broad, but um, I studied with a teacher on the island of Maui. Her name is Kumu Jina Ivalani Naluai. I'm not gonna it, try and say that. I
0: was just talking about her the other day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We just call her Kumu.
2: <laughs> Kumu, which actually does mean teacher. So we go with that. And she is um, she owns this incredible spawn in upcountry Maui called Omana Spa. And by the way, anybody listening to this should definitely go check that place out. If they ever go to Maui want the true authentic Hawaiian healing experience. Oh my gosh. Um, and so I went there being really interested in just all of the foundations of Hawaiian healing. And so I actually learned some lomi lomi massage, some hot stone healing, which I don't do. I don't practice it, but it was just so beautiful. Laau uh, Lapaau, which was my main interest, which is Hawaiian plant medicine. It's non-psychedelic. Yeah. It's just working with beautiful botanicals and learning their medicinal properties and how to really, to me, communicate and reconvene with nature. It was just, again, like a coming back to nature. And um, of course, in Hawaii, they don't have really anything written. It's all done through chant and dance and that was the training. And so when I talk now about teaching Hawaiian healing, I'm not a Kumu, I'm not a native Hawaiian, of course. So I'm always sensitive to how that, um, to how it's done, but I teach the principles of the philosophy of Hawaiian healing, the same way that somebody would reference like the Bible or like, you know, the freaking yoga sutras or whatever it may be, Chinese medicine. To me, I'm so connected with the Hawaiian culture and just the way that they live their lives Mm -hmm. and always have, the connectedness with spirit and nature and it's like the physical body is of equal importance to the spiritual body which not a lot of cultures do there's like a lot of shame and dogma around our bodies and like like leave the body behind and it's like we have to drag this thing through till the very end so we might as well work with it so (laughs) it's a really beautiful integration to me Um, and then my last Hawaiian healing training was with Keoni Hanalei who is a revered teacher he, I, I mean, a lot of the work that I do is inspired and influenced by him. Uh, and the training was called aloha ma, which means self-reflective love. And in that training, we went back to the ancient Mu lineages and learned how to work with our feminine, our masculine, and our non-binary, which all of us have inside of us. And all of them basically are conveyed differently, right? That's our authentic essence. And so to me, the entire training was about integration self-love self-acceptance self-expression and but in a way that I had never seen it done before like all of these words are just such like umbrella words but this work was like just yes (laughs) this is the way that people need to understand themselves and this is the work that people need to do in order to like just be who they are so Oh, can't say enough about that. But all of that comes from Hawaiian and Mu lineages, which are my two favorite things to work with. Huh.
0: Well, I think more people just need to be themselves instead of trying to One. be other people and uh, or like others.
2: Exactly. And so much of us, and this is my teacher's words, but everything is always an imitation culture. And all we do is try to find what's worked for someone else and model that. But really like this whole, whole experience that we did working with our different energy centers and our different um uh yeah our different pieces and parts was it was just this integration of what's already here so that we can come out in the world with it it's powerful crazy
0: is there every any conflicts with the different um things that you're doing the Hawaiian and then the uh, the Reiki comes from Japan I believe correct or yeah not? Yes. I mean is yeah. there any conflict of the healings or anything or energies?
2: No, to me, everything just flows so beautifully. I mean, I will say that during my trainings, I had all these different teachers, right? So they all had different philosophies and beliefs. Right. And a lot of people were like, this is the way. And then someone else was like, no, this is the way. And it actually got really confusing for a while. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in a bunch of cults. Like <laughs> everybody is like, this is the only way, the one true only way. And I'm like, that actually was so inspirational for me because I studied from so many people that and different cultures mm-hmm. and, and lineages that said this is the way that I realized okay, there's literally no one size fits all. This is all the way. And I want to be able to merge this together in a way that works for me and my clients. And it's almost like for each client, we're just finding that perfect balance and recipe and seeing what works for them. So, and every day, that's the other thing. Like I always say, there's no one size fits all. There's also no one size fits you. Mm. Like there was a time in my life where I was meditating every minute, every day, 30 minutes morning, 30 minutes night non just didn't even miss a beat and then there was an era where I was like screw it all like I'm not doing any of it and that was just (laughs) as healing and then there was an era where like and I oscillate based on what I need and I feel confident in like my self-care and you know self-study at this point um, to know what I need but that's why I'm here. I just help people know what might be the time and like what practice and what's going to serve and what's going to help them um, just become the best version of them.
0: Yeah. Well, how great to have for yourself to, you know, um, have all these things. To, what do I need this week or this day? And you can dip into Cake each bag juice, of, yeah. you know, not tricks, but you know, bag of yeah. knowledge just to help you through one, yeah. at any given time
2: completely completely it feels really good to have it like this i'm like i can really like resource at this point what's actually gonna fit
3: yeah so i saved i saved meditation for the end because of of the four meditation is is the one i could feel myself implementing the easiest into my life it's something i've thought about trying and Mm -hmm. uh my 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 thing is is I hear all about meditation. You got to sit for 10 minutes. You got to be quiet. You got to turn off all your thoughts. That's the only way it worked da, out. Da, da. I can't do that. Right.
2: Oh. <laughs> right. Let me stop you right I'm with there. You right there. Yeah. Turn off all your thoughts. Biggest misconception. I actually okay. put a phone call with my sweet nephew yesterday who called me and was like, how do I turn off all my thoughts? And I was like, (laughs) you don't, nobody does. And I have so, it's so funny. I don't know where this narrative came from, but I thought the same thing. Of course, we all did. We all do. Most of us still do. Um, Our minds are made to think they're going to keep thinking. So the idea is that with meditation, you have one object of attention. It could be mala beads that you're holding like rosary beads in your hands. It could be your breathing. It could be you're a mantra. So right. Like one word or series of words that you're saying silently over and over and over again, it could be a visualization that you're paying attention to, but whatever you are meditating on, you're going to wander. Your mind is going to wander a trillion times. And the whole point is not to not make it wander. It's just to keep, it's just to be aware. Oh, it's wandering and then bring it back. And then it'll wander again because it's what it does. And then you bring it back. And then it's going to bring it back and you just keep doing that. And it literally is some days it feels like a straight up war that you're like wrestling while you're trying, you're just <laughs> every to time I've back. ever
0: done it. It's been a wrestling yes. match
2: and that's okay. And then I don't even want to say it gets easier because some days it does get easier, but then some days it's back to the wrestling match, even after like decades of a practice. So it's about meeting yourself where you are. It's about creating a sense of stillness, at least externally, and it's about just becoming aware of the workings of your mind and becoming disciplined in so many ways because we really let our minds run the show. And I feel like I see it, I don't know, I just see it so much that it, it like blows, it blows my mind. I'm like, I do too sometimes. But I'm like, you guys, you guys, like, you do get to come back and get in the driver's seat. Yeah. Like you're you, this doesn't have to be the story this doesn't have to be the emotional experience like here's how we can healthily process and like let go yeah uh, meditation teaches us that
3: that's right I, I feel like my mind is always so busy that i i don't know how i'm supposed to have time to focus on and work on and, and, and deal with my body because my mind is a, you know, i'm always dealing with the shit that's in my head mm-hmm. i don't have time to deal with what you know it's-
2: And that's it exactly, like through the mind. And so here you'll see me be like such a stand for meditation over everything. If I'm, I always come back to meditation. Most of my one-on-ones are like 90% meditation because no matter what we're working on, meditation is the vehicle, honestly. I mean, this is me being like, there's one way. No, there's a million ways. But (laughs) if you're gonna choose one, do meditation. And I actually feel like meditation should be taught like brushing our teeth. Like we, the way that we have oral hygiene and the way that we take a shower mm. and the way that we we should be cleaning the mind, we should be working with the mind, we should be strengthening the mind and all of that is done in meditation. So um, you can't be bad at meditation and I love the argument like my mind is too busy to meditate and like you think your mind is any busier than anybody else's mind, even right. if we're thinking True. about more mundane things than someone thinking about bigger things like we our minds are freaking nuts yeah. and but they can also be such a powerful tool so yeah. this is the place to hone it meditation
3: so what's um, your what's your two-minute tip for the newbie what's your what's your tip uh, for the for the person who wants to sit down tomorrow morning for the first time ever yeah, and yeah. do i do that do i have to do this no
2: not one bit i mostly I like i will just spoil it <laughs> no i'm not- this is like, no. you, see.
3: you see this in movies all the time. And, you know, this is the yeah. thing. They, they sit cross-legged. I never get my leg and sit cross-legged. Cross like yes. That.
2: No, no need for lotus position where the legs are all finagled. No need for like a mudra where you're like fingertip to fingertip. Like none of it is necessary. You literally, most to be honest, spoiler, like full exposure. Um, I wake up in the morning. I lay in my bed in my back the way that I woke up. Then I do my meditation. I don't even sit up. <laughs> Like, I love this. See I that? Lay, now that's my kind of meditation. I fully lay in my bed, freaking naked. Add that naked <laughs> in my bed, lying on my back. That's my meditation. Anybody can do it. You don't need to have a certain thing. You don't need to be wearing a certain You don't have to wear anything at all. Like you literally just find stillness. That's it. Like, so you could be as simple as I'm setting a timer for two minutes and I'm just going to breathe and I'm just going to try as best I can to stay with my breath. Notice myself breathing and the mind's going to wander. And I'm bringing it back to the breath over, and I'm just going to stay dedicated to staying with my breath until the timer ends. That's beautiful. You could have a specific kind of practice. You could do like a counting one where you're like, okay, I'm inhaling for four, holding the breath for four, exhaling through the nose for four, leaving the breath out for four. That's called samavriti or box breath. There's all these different names um, for two minutes. Like, I'm like I said you could hold the rosary the like the beads and do the beads for 10 minutes like it's just about being so there's no right or wrong and so I created an entire library of meditations because um that are as basic as that where it's just like get your meditation in and as broad and expansive and specific as like Today I just did a uploaded a meditation. Meditation for singles. <laughs> meditation <laughs> no. for meditation for um, CEOs. Meditation for when you're feeling super insecure. Meditation for anxious attachment styles. Meditation for people who like. There's literally every meditation for sleep. Meditation for inspire. Like wanting creative inspiration. I've. This is. There's over. There are hundreds of meditations I've recorded because. I want people to understand that meditation is your tool and you can use it for absolutely anything you want, whatever you want to manifest, whatever you want to heal. The subconscious mind is such a gatekeeper of like magic. And when we drop into it through a meditative practice, doors that we didn't even know could be unlocked become unlocked. And so beyond just the simple practice that it's mental hygiene you can actually cast spells
1: <laughs> basically oh.
2: basically I mean it's just the it's the world's your oyster from your from your meditation cushion or your bed whatever you do sure, um, sure so yeah that's my whole membership portal and I've created that for people as a resource but there are so many resources out there like that to just every day pick a meditation and do it so for, it.
3: for somebody starting new, Do you recommend like, like you said, like a two minute thing, do you recommend starting with like a short amount of time and working your way up? Is is that kind
2: of? You know, I even say working your way up could be a goal, but it doesn't even have to be a goal. Like I say, just get in the habit like you would. That's why it's brushing your teeth, two minutes, two minutes. If you woke up every day and meditated for two minutes and then maybe did a two minute meditation before you went to bed or in the evening, at some point, you don't have to be strict about it, but like if it helps to be be two minutes, two minutes, you would feel even just like, but there's a, there's a, who is it? Oh my gosh, Dan, blah, blah, blah. 10% happier is his whole thing about meditation. 10% happier, even just 10% happier, but who doesn't want that 10%? And same thing with, you know, you could just pay attention. So if, once you have that practice, you become that much more self-aware, two minutes more self-aware. And so then you get to know, do I need a little more meditation in my life right now? Do I need to like add another fifteen minutes to this practice? It's all up to you. Again, there's no one size fits all. But um, start with two minutes.
3: That's interesting. Uh, the way you put it about as you meditate, you 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 learn to know how much meditation you need. I, you yeah, know, do you go a little interesting. Longer? Yeah,
2: you do because you're in touch. You're like you know yourself now.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, perfect.
0: We did that. Um, the box, I think with my daughter, we did, uh, she's invited me over. So I go into hers with an open mind and just, she invites me to some stuff
1: yeah. and we
0: did, a uh, um, the summer, summer, uh, solstice, solit? Solstice? Oh, summer solstice! solstice? Yeah. Yes, thank you. She invited me for that, for a ceremony.
2: Cute. Oh my and, gosh.
0: And we had to center our spine and we did, I thought it was like breathe for four. I mean, she didn't do the box, but it sounded very familiar with that. Oh, and then she, and then we did with my other daughter as well, and um, she talked through it all while we were meditating, kind of, um, which reminded me of, and I listened to, uh, Dave, Dave G.
2: Oh, David G. David G.
0: Mm -hmm. Who's one of your teachers? When Mm -hmm. I listened to his recordings, it seemed like what what she was doing that night. Now that was the only time I was there with her, and uh, we were going to do more, but um. So it's just how does, how do you, I, did, I had no idea how she came up with what she talked about.
2: Totally. I, I you know, does she teach? Is she doing the, she,
0: like, she's not she's, teaching yet. She's still learning. She's. I'm. I, I'm a guinea pig. Me and, oh. me and me and her younger sister are kind of guinea pigs right now.
2: My family was my guinea. They were my original guinea pigs. So we all have to <laughs> shout out to the original guinea pigs forever. Um, thank you for your services. Right. And, <laughs> but But I mean, like you, honestly, what a beautiful practice. And I'm sure it's been expansive. Do you like it? Are you loving it?
1: I,
0: I it was really nice. I mean, I, I again, I'm back to what you just said. I mean, I'm I appreciate her asking me to 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 do it with her, and um, and yeah. I think she did because she knew I you know would be not judgmental at all about it, just open, and I would do it with her, and I enjoyed it, and I said, you know, let's do it some more. Um, they do it, yeah. she does it, she does every morning and every night, um, something, um, but that that was a big. She taught for almost it seemed like a good five minutes of just finding things and our eyes were closed and we drank tea lemon water after and tea and it was a whole ceremony for like an hour that we just celebrated that day of summer
2: Beautiful, and it's so and how beautiful right because these are what i'm talking about coming back to nature and our humanness because when we're living in such a fast i mean we just blow through the freaking first day of summer. And the only, the only day of summer that year, the only day of like the day summer becomes summer. And like every moment, I think when we slow down and we incorporate these practices and meditation and self-care and all of that, we just start to slow down and reconnect with the sacredness of every moment. Um, Something I also bring up a lot is when I lived in Puerto Rico for two years, speaking of The one thing I took away more than anything else, more than any training could teach me, even meditation, was Puerto Ricans celebrate the fuck out of life. And it was so beautiful to watch them celebrate any random obscure holiday that isn't even a national Puerto Rican. like It's not even a Puerto Rican holiday, but they're just like, any chance to celebrate, we're in. And... Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful to watch. And it really fused well with the practices that I already had and meditation and things like that, because I just realized like, literally, why are we not celebrating everything? Why are we not celebrating every solstice? Why are we not celebrating every first of the month? Like every freaking minute, like what? This is seriously like, I can't, I will never stop talking about how we're all going to die. Like we're dying. (laughs) We're literally actively (laughs) dying. Like, I love how
3: you're so positive And then it comes to that. That's great. Even that you do with positivity. And
2: no we very have to positive. If we don't like, what the heck it, we have to remember that, like we are dying. So we better start celebrating the shit out of the time we have here. What is going on? We better be here or what? But yeah. even yeah. also the stuff that isn't celebratory. This is something else I say all the time because I went through a really intense period, um, Last year where I ended a long-term relationship, it was moved, didn't even know where I was going, moved into my family, had all of these things happening. I literally lost like three quarters of my hair, like what a mess. And I was thinking to myself, like everything in me wanted to shut down and run from like how painful and scary and challenging and confusing this period was for me. And then it hit me like, oh my gosh, this moment is this is literally like, this is life, like this is life hardcore. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the stuff that's going to help me grow. This is the stuff that's going to up-level me. This is the stuff that's going to purify me. This is all happening for me. And the, the the mantra that came to to me in a deep meditation was, this is my purification and I should be here for this. Be here for that. This is like, this is like some crazy shit. You should be here for this. Like, how
3: how beautiful for you at the young age that you're at to already have that mindset. I'm, I'm, I'll be fifty in a month, and I have finally come to, very recently, come to the, you know, it's not worth the time and energy. Like, well, there's only so much left, and
0: the negativities. It's not
3: worth it. Yes, I can't spend time worrying about this because. I'm getting closer and closer to the end, you know? And like you said, we all are technically all are, <laughs> but to be able to come to that realization at the young age that you're at is just that's beautiful. I mean, that you just have so many more years to live. Like I wish I had, <laughs> which we, yeah, we all wish we would have had, a yeah.
2: And honestly, though, just that even you're feeling that at all, I think a lot of people just skirt through without feeling, yeah, that. never come to it, yeah. Right, it's just like we gotta we gotta come to it, even if it feels scary, because it it electrifies the experience in a beautiful way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you'll hear me smiling, being like, "We're dying a lot." <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, do you do you fear death at all?
2: It's so funny. Like, yes and no. I always tell this story. This is such a stupid story, but when I was in eighth grade, I remember it like this one visceral moment where I was on the phone with my friend, and I was like, "It first, it it actually hit me." that we were all going to die one day. It actually, like, I know, I know that, like, we all know, that but, don't it was know like, that, but I, I'll never, I don't even think I'll be able to feel that feeling ever again, but it was the most like, oh my God, I just realized, like fully realized. And it was, it was scary. Like it was what it was also like, this is kind of like sadistic, but it was also electrifying. It was like the same thing I was saying, like, oh my God, oh my God. We are here temporarily. This is literally all gonna end. So whoa. And that experience haven't had that feeling like quite like that ever again. But I don't know. I mean, when I sit in i I feel like I've gotten more comfortable. I'm also deeply a deeply spiritual person. And not everybody has that kind of like faith, whether it's religious or spiritual or whatever it is. but I feel so strongly in like the interconnectedness of this all that um, I'm not that scared.
1: Sure. Sure.
2: I I fear losing the people I love as I know them more than losing my own life. That's for sure. And, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. My biggest thing is I, I I have a young daughter and, uh, you know, you, I, 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 my biggest fear is missing her you know, missing what I, what I'm going to miss when I'm gone. And she continues to live the the things that I'm going to end up missing. That's the, that for me is the only real fear of death that I have. It's not for myself. It's not for, it's, it's what I'm not going to get to see, you know, because I had a child when I was 42, almost 42. So, you know, you, you, you hope that you get to see the wedding and you hope that you get to, you know, you see her very successful and and living her dream. And, but you don't know, you know, you just don't know, you don't know. So you can just enjoy what you, what you can. Right. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: It's really again,
2: it's so, it's so true. And like, it's so real and human to have that too. And like, part of this whole thing, again, with just the presence is, yeah, just being present and welcoming all of that, welcoming the fear, welcoming the joy, welcoming the, electricity like all that's here as a part of the experience is meant to be here where I think we're meant to be a little bit scared I think we're also meant to be a little bit amped and not for death but like just for like (laughs) having the experience that it is so um it really comes back to presence
0: well you you can't get around fear it's going to be there at at every turn and you might as well run towards it
2: might as well I love that exactly that's how I that's how I live but yeah
0: (laughs) I mean, I can't say I do it every time, but yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes sometimes I turn and run like, you know. He does it every time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) People are lying if they say they do it every time.
2: For sure. Good, like, general rule of thumb, though. Right, right. Yeah, that's
0: true. (laughs) So I want to touch on, um, because what I was saying before, the sun and the beach and this big party of, you know, uh, of your presence, and it's easy to be happy in sun. It's easy to be happy when you're (laughs) frolicking on the beach and everything, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. well, you're
0: talking to two dudes in Wisconsin where it gets pretty freaking <laughs> yeah. cold and and dreary and I guess I'm just trying to say what it, what practices are a way, are a ways to get around that or implement into the cold wintry
2: blah. Oh, of course, of course, and this is something I'm very mindful of sometimes, almost to a fault, where I'm like, oh no, what if that do-? like I'm. I want to talk. Um, but I will say this, that everything, again, it really does come down to presence. It sounds so strange that like my quote, this is my purification. I should be here for this. Like even during the hardest times or the darkest seasons or the shittiest weather, or like the worst eras of time and life and space or whatever is going on in your life. This moment, if there's, I mean, we either accept it as it is we, or we find a way to change it, right? so where does that lie on the spectrum for you and if you are having to be experiencing whatever you're going through that isn't just you know beach in Hawaii Mm -hmm. then lean in because every experience is for you and I've had my eras of times and spaces that felt very misaligned or very just like uh or painful or uncomfortable or lonely or whatever it may have been and ultimately I, those are the moments that I was meant to be in and so um presence it's just presence I I know people hate that because it's like ah! <laughs> well
3: I think <laughs> I think people that's okay yeah. I think people hate it because it it sounds so simple but yet it's not mm-hmm. you know if it, but it, like if it was that easy we'd all just do it right I mean but you need you need to work you need to work for it and to be present and and I yeah. know for a lot of my life I wasn't you know and uh for sure and you and look present. back and you you just think about the times that you were you're miserable and, and and like i just waste you know that time is time wasted, wasted yeah and oh yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I i get it and uh, you know like i said it it takes it takes time and it takes a different amount of time for everybody so i'm just yeah. happy i'm just happy to finally be here
2: finally <laughs> oh, yes welcome here yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome i like to- that welcome here <laughs> welcome here and you can literally say that to yourself like welcome here here i am what's going on in this moment there's never 100 percent bad things there's never 100 percent good things right. we just get to be into with all that is and another philosophy of mine that i love so much it's another hawaiian word called lokahi which is the balance of all opposing forces it's kind of like yin yang but i think it's a little more holistic and like robust it's like mm-hmm. we get to have the good and the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, like it's all right here. And so just be in it, just be yeah. with it. And this present moment, once we accept all that there is, is so psychedelic and rad that like, suddenly you're sitting in like a freaking, I don't even know. It just could be the worst situation, but you're like, Whoa, this is like, I said, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like just being alive. is nuts. Right? It could be yeah. horrible, but it's like, Whoa, this is, this is freaking nuts. It's, yeah so psychedelic once we actually become present and so that's all just be present it's yeah,
3: gonna I've, get i've heard the stupid quote you know the uh if you think life is hard try the alternative but it's true right i mean right. the days yeah. that are the days that are real difficult you know you think it's so bad but it could it could be a lot worse so that's <laughs> definitely could be a lot worse
1: yeah,
2: that's true.
0: i I do tend to think when it's rough i go but i'm healthy you know all yeah. right you know um it could be worse. It could yeah. be worse. Yeah. So
1: totally got to
0: get through it. Now, all your teachings, um, I know I've been to the, your website, but what all your teachings are offered on your website. Yeah. Right. Let's just anybody listening. Let's, you know, that they can go to and sign up for you have quite yeah. a different, you offer quite a different, uh, courses and things.
2: Yes. Yeah, so what,
0: what, what do you offer for someone that will go there?
2: Totally. So if you are coming onto my website, or looking for somewhere to start, um, it would be checking out one-on-ones if you wanted to do that. I offer free consultations for people. Um, that's my favorite way to work with someone, right? Because we can get the deepest and it's really, truly custom to who the person is. And we can have that presence in that moment. Um, but if you're just like, I'm just wanting to kind of like ease in and see how it goes. Uh, my favorite resource that I've ever made is the Moo membership, which is of course, Mu, as I've referenced. So it's all inspired mm-hmm. by the experiences and the teachings and the realizations I've made there and through that lineage and um, hundreds of meditations hundreds of plant-based recipes that I just, I'm just a huge foodie, but also want to be healthy. So I took it upon myself to learn how to cook in a way that was not sacrificing anything, but actually just delicious and amazing, but also healthy. Um, and so I'm so, curious,
3: are you vegan, vegetarian,
2: vegetarian? Okay. I do say, you know, like teeny bit of flex in that very small, but like, not because I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons people are, yeah. I, l- let me just say this. I don't think there's any one size fits all with diet either. So that's another one. I just want to put that yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And anybody who says that also like, yeah. no. Um, but so yeah, but for me it's been plant-based and I always think, you know, plants aren't going to hurt anyone. They're definitely going to be a little helpful. So go in there and get creative there, but plant-based recipes, my favorite rituals, breathing techniques, um, even like holistic beauty tips, things from Ayurveda and Chinese medicine and all different places that I've studied and things that I love. And so that is basically this online database of self-care resources. And then we do a monthly live stream class together. And it's such a beautiful community and we have conversations and we do workshops and um, all the past classes are on the portal too. So that's a place that I just feel so passionate. Like it was a resource that I would have wanted to have. It's kind of it just all of the things that I've studied in one place for people to just like you know not dedicate a whole year of, of holo holo and just go right there and, and take the practice that works for them. So that's one. Um the Moo membership. And then there's also the my self-care school. And so self-care school I really feel is so important for the people pleaser. Or the giver, or the overly responsible person in your life, or you who just needs to learn how to take care of themselves. And it's, it sounds funny, like the basics of self care, but really, like we don't even know. It's getting in touch with the different dimensions mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and learning how to care for each one of those dimensions until it really becomes at least close to second nature at least you're aware enough to where it's harder to make the mistake of not taking care of yourself <laughs> because you know better now and so it's just a bunch of different practices for you to try on it's super guided um and then by the end of it the idea is that you have a fully robust self-care practice you're deeply connected with yourself and you maybe say no a little bit more <laughs>
0: <laughs> so which is that, hard, which is hard to do.
2: It can be. trying hard to break
0: that, break, break that habit of pleasing.
2: Absolutely it is. And so, yeah, this one is just like a coming, again, a coming home to self.
0: Nice. Yeah. And then you get all your energy.
2: <laughs> That's it. And then you recharge, you plug it back in, and then you get back out in the world. And hopefully you keep sustaining that so that you can, like, the whole idea, right, is like fill your own cup so you can overflow.
1: Absolutely. Oh, perfect. Absolutely.
0: So you mentioned uh, being a, vegetarian how was that and then let's how two things how was it growing up with the red rocker (laughs) and how is it when he definitely loves to eat the meats and the stuff that had to be all around your house growing up
2: oh yeah the okay yeah so basically i was not a vegetarian all my life i mean i actually (laughs) ate i i ate i ate well we ate a lot (laughs) he looks like he's
0: an amazing cook
2: Amazing cook, and then all of his friends are chefs, and <laughs> food is his passion. And yeah. I feel really lucky to have had that experience. I mean, honestly, I would never trade it. Like, even if I, you know, ate like more of my fair share of like bread and like carnitas in my life than anybody ever should, like, I'm so <laughs> happy with it. And, um, and I will always just, I still believe in moderation and balance and like having a good time, sure. and never restriction. Um, but it was, it was definitely hard in, high school I mean (laughs) this is not his fault this is a weird bridge this is not his (laughs) fault but like being in the world of fashion being in the world of entertainment having food and like all of that being just the forefront I got real mixed up and for a couple of years um, really struggled with an eating disorder and it was a lot of like binge and restrict and purge and all of these things and I just feel so blessed now to have found what works for me and to have a relationship with food now that's like inspiring and like connecting with nature and like the actual plants was huge for me. So vegetarianism pulled me because, and so I've only been vegetarian for maybe like seven years, but when I became one, first of all, it was just an experiment and I ended up really loving it. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like this whole, like, it was like, I just want to see what happens. But I started cooking like with plants, like straight up plants and not like in the processed way, which I always feel like is, you know, the best to have these whole natural foods. And by doing that, I was just like, this reconnection with plants was a reconnection to the nature, which was a reconnection with myself. And I just felt this really beautiful unlock where, um, it was really intentional to cook and to it felt like truly nourishing my body like I was like I am gifting myself this delicious beautiful (laughs) creation to not only have energy but to connect with nature and myself and um but I was not going to sacrifice the flavors because I learned from my dad flavor is number one and you never like all the scrapings all the juices like toss that you got to add it and so I was like I want to make sure that whatever I do it's still as delicious like no sacrifice needed and um, now it's funny when I'm with my dad he cooks one way I cook another way but we'll cook sometimes together and like he is always just like looking over his shoulder like squinty-eyed at me like what is going on but then he's always really impressed like wait a minute this is amazing so I think we have really inspired and influenced each other which is
3: awesome and like, and and for for the people who don't know, you call him the Red Rock. Sammy Hagar is your dad. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, don't
0: stop watching and just walk away. <laughs> come on, people.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, you know, I would, I'd like to sit here and pretend we didn't know who your dad was and we came about, you know. Oh, no, obviously, so right. you know, we're of the age. We your your dad is um, like. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Your dad is one of the coolest human beings on earth. So okay.
0: <laughs> he really, he really is, and I'm sure you've never heard that before, but.
2: Oh, he's a cool guy. He's, uh, he, as I get older, inspires me more and more.
0: It seems like you have a great relationship. And that's, I mean, just from the post, I mean, obviously we don't know either of you more than that, but right. we live through that, but, uh, you do definitely. seem like you have a great, relationship. yeah,
2: definitely. He makes and- me laugh. He's shown me a lot of the things that have influenced me most today. And like, it's funny. We have like a little. We are. We have a bantery fun relationship.
3: Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. And you yeah. met, you mentioned earlier, it's international. What is it? International self care day. Self care day. It's also National Tequila Day, and oh, we are drinking.
2: Look at that. <laughs> what a strange paradox. <laughs> Maybe International Self Care Day should be tomorrow, so you guys can like have this day go off, and then tomorrow you are like. Fix it. Yeah. There, to, there you go. Perfect.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Well, right
1: afterwards.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I care for all of the stuff. That's hilarious. I did not realize that we shared that. Wow, my dad and I were rivals. We got to talk about it.
0: Yep. There, there, there you go. You can bring it up. I'm sure he's celebrating um, the
3: day.
2: We'll celebrate. You know, what? we can all celebrate together. Like all things opposing, like I said, opposing facets of life. Lokahi. Beautiful. We love that.
3: Well, who's to say that drinking a little tequila isn't self-care?
2: I know what you're saying. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. You can't, you really tell me we can't say that. You can't, or you can't not say that is what I'm saying. You cannot say that.
3: Right. So no one. And it's plant-based.
2: It's plant-based. It's vegan. Do you?
3: (laughs) We're living our best lives right now.
2: (laughs) You really might, you know, that's it. That's what I'm saying.
3: I got to know. I got to know if you're still in DJ school.
2: Oh my God. Thank you for asking. So hilariously, no, I started it and I'm really ignorant. I was like, so I DJ these like unofficial dance parties online on zoom all the time. And like, I started it during the pandemic. It was so fun. I, it was horrible. It was me being like, hold on, hold on. Like clicking this, like the (laughs) song stops and like, it starts a new one. Like it was so horrible, but it was kind of like the charm of it all. And it was really fun. And I'm still, and like I still do it. Um, got enrolled in dj school was so excited i'm like i'm gonna be a dj i'm gonna DJ these retreats it's gonna be these like crazy weird paradoxical dance parties with like deep spirituality it's gonna be so cool and then um i realized it's so technical this is like really not i thought it was just like cool fun stuff it's like hard and so honestly i'm not one to just stop it hard got a little sidetracked. I was carrying this DJ deck with me from place to place to place to all the places I was moving. It was so hectic. And even my ex, I remember him being like, are you really going to keep bringing this DJ deck with you? Like, <laughs> when are you going to still like, it's just like, get a grip. Uh, it's a pipe dream. And I was like, "You're right. okay. But then I met, so my boyfriend now freaking DJ. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute,
3: if that's not me. this <laughs> is
2: what we needed. So now he can DJ my dance parties and they're actually going to sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I so love. Loving- hey,
3: how, how does somebody up. get a how does somebody get an some- invite to the zoom dj party
2: <laughs> oh my god whenever i do them i just post them on instagram and i have the link out for seriously any random person off the nice. internet to come oh, to nice. it gets weird it gets good it's fun
3: nice i love it i'm well, gonna then, be looking for that
2: exactly so everyone
0: go follow her on instagram and then you can check out the zoom parties
2: stay tuned i might do one more in the shitty way that i do them um yes just oh, for yes. like you know old time sake and then the next one i'll have him actually like step up for us <laughs> for the people we,
0: we need you it was your word i won't even say it but we need you to dj one time
2: i will. would be awesome I'll do it.
0: that would be awesome
2: i'll do it i'll do it and I, you know what? i might take a little lesson here and there and we'll figure it out so yeah i was tuned. gonna
3: say now you have a teacher like yeah. i, I know and-
2: he's been trying to teach so yeah like i said it's all coming together we'll see what happens but love that you asked that
3: <laughs> yeah I lo- we love finding the little nuggets that you got to dig for a little bit and so it's always, always good to find something
2: <laughs> oh for sure it was a good one it's fun
3: <laughs> you've been a
0: you've been a joy to talk with
2: thank you you guys too I appreciate you taking the time and mm. beautiful conversation
0: and, and you know and I, I what I was skeptic of is the over over not I mean, over Zoom, but you could feel your energy, yeah, o- over here, yeah. you know. So, for sure, that online stuff, you know, as far as healing goes, but you could, you could feel it through the took the words out of my mouth, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm in no doubt anymore.
2: Oh, I'm touched. I'm touched. Well, thank you. And even if you are a skeptic, I'll be a skeptic with you, and then we'll just one day wake up and everything will be super weird and magical and psychedelic, and you'll be like, "Wait, what happened?" Yes. <laughs> okay, and I then, like, like it. That brings me up
3: one thing before we let you go because I'm curious, yeah. Yeah. what are your thoughts about psychedelics and what you do? Do yeah. you use psychedelics at all? Do you?
2: No, so okay. good. I like great question. Um, I actually have never taken okay. anything psychedelic. And it's a really long story. I could give you so many reasons for this. Like (laughs) before I had a weird phobia of it. And then it was like, okay, the phobia is gone. I see how it's worked for so many people. Honestly. I'm like, again, there's no one size fits all. Um, my school of belief and study is that we can find everything we need right here. Mm -hmm. And that, to be honest when we're working with psychedelic plant medicine we are taking on the energy of that plant so it's something to just be conscious of every plant is a teacher so you can take mm. a lesson from a plant there's no problem in doing so but when it has a psychedelic effect um it really just depends on your intention right like i can see why you'd want to take a plant journey for some specific teaching but my practice is to get closer and closer and closer to myself through the self. Okay. That's just mine. Yep. So to each their own. I know I have a really dear friend who went through a lot of trauma and just did this insane medit some kind of plant medicine journey that just like, now she's just like, this is it. And I can see why she was like so stuck that she felt like she needed like something to, like a vehicle to take her there, right? But my whole thing is like, even if it takes longer, I'm chipping away those pathways because I want to be able to, to just be there and get there through the self.
3: I like it. I like it. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had, you know, I've, I've used mushrooms a few times and had, you're saying, you know, the intentions need to be good because if you go into it with, with intentions that aren't in you, you can have a bad experience.
1: (laughs) so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so, And
3: I certainly had a bad experience, but come to find out, we talked to somebody who's a big expert on mushrooms and come to find out, we all put it together and kind of the bad experience happened for a reason. So it it, it did teach me something. It just took me a while.
2: I was going to say, even the bad ones I hear are all for something too. And that's like, that's the thing. Nothing is not for you. It's just how you use it. And if you, um, Just consider. I always just tell people because it is such a big topic right now for psychedelic plant medicine. It It has its merit. It has its lessons. It can be incredible. Um, but still continue to to find the way through the self because you got it all right here. That's that's the thing I'm always just saying is yeah 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 why not and and make sure you're you're still working with the self.
3: I like that thought. You have it all right here. You don't you don't necessarily need it. It's all right here for you. So
2: it's 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 definitely here.
3: Thank you so gotta, much again got to find it.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys. Well, it was so nice talking to you and again, yeah, definitely keep in touch and you know where to find me. Yeah,
3: Absolutely. I'll do. I'll be, I'll be trying to meditate. I'll be, I'll be using some of your, some of your stuff to try and meditate.
2: <laughs> you can do no wrong. There's no wrong way. You've got this.
0: I love it. I love it. And I think that's huge right there. Is there is no wrong way. Oh, Hi. well, well <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just feel bad. We would like to have said goodbye a little little a little later. I don't know. I don't know if that was that was something I said or what'd you
3: say? I what'd you say? I don't know. Or hit the wrong button or timer went off. Did our no, we're still going, right? Yeah, we're still recording. I'm thinking maybe she had a dead battery or something and that could have been. And and she's gone. E- either way,
0: um can't thank her enough. Um that was that was a lot of fun. She was she was joy to talk to and just positive people are 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 amazing yeah yeah i mean that's I, I don't know i don't know that we've we've had some a couple of dark things but uh the positivity is really where it's at
3: my positivity opinion. shines through those that, that was that was fantastic i uh you take t- 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 a lot away from that one so yeah. I- i'm thrilled that we were able to do that so thank you kama Wherever you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this
3: is a, again, we wanted to say goodbye uh, a little more we'll heartfelt plug, to you, but we'll plug for her. com is her website. Uh, I think you can just find her at KamaHaggar on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So, and her website's got her, her beauty line, her
0: skincare line as well. Yeah. You can find there as well. So that'll be all tagged in there. I'm just going to, all right. Till next time, folks. Dun, 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 dun. bump,
1: pump. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously though, get your asses out of here.
2: Check